Welcome to Homemade in Alberta, featuring the rising stars of Alberta country music and their songs. My name is Sarah Scott, and thanks for hanging out today. In the spotlight this week is Southern Albertans as high as we go. We talk about how their band name came out of a conversation, how they got their start, who are in their crew and the kind of crew they like to hang out with, and about their rehearsals and how they all work, and so much more. You're also going to hear their brand new song, Be Still My Beating Heart. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. Well, thank you so much for your time today, guys. I really, really appreciate your evening with me today. So I'm going to get you guys to go around and introduce yourselves and to tell me what is your part in the band. Hi, I'm Kyle Miller, and I'm the lead vocalist. I'm Steve, and I played some instruments. I'm Talia, and I'm the fiddler. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on again today. So as high as we go, I absolutely love that name. So before we get into the details of how you guys got your start and where you're all from, Talk about the name, as high as we go. It's so cool and it's so unique and it stands out. How did that name come about? Uh, so basically, when we were uh, at a show, one of our first shows, Steve and I, we didn't have a band name yet and we kept switching it every show. A few shows later, uh, we were talking outside the bar and he said, how high do you want to go with this? How far do you want to go with this band? And I just said, as high as we go. And at the moment, we were kind of like, that's a good band name. I said, that's a band name. Yeah. Sure. So we just kind of stuck with that. When we had the gentle men before that, that was just kind of a laugh, but <laughs> everyone was like kind of funny for a minute. And that one kind of stuck for, I don't know why it stuck, but it was, I think, I mean, we both liked it and kind of, and I like a different name. It's, I like the idea that it sticks out on a bill, like, especially I find like sometimes in country music, it's like somebody's first name, last name band, or, you know, like, or it's just like a first and last name, um, which isn't a bad thing, but I feel like when we're like on a bill with like 10 other people, Ours kind of sticks out a little yeah. bit because it, and it's also I like the idea of like like Starbucks when they write your name wrong and you're just talking about it all day long. I feel like people are kind of like, what's the name of that band again? Is it as high as they go? Is it as high as we go? As high as, as they long are. As they're talking about it, I'm happy. As high as they are. <laughs> We've had a few, a few. So. <laughs> well, when you Google it, it's the first name to come up, so that even helps too. So that's perfect. <laughs> The band sound, you guys are country through and through, but Steve, you said in a former interview that that actually wasn't part of the plan with As High As We Go. So how did you guys become country? You kind of said it just sort of happened. Kyle definitely had a very like country voice the first time we were, or the first time we played together, we played the dance by Garth Brooks, which is pretty self-explanatory. And at that time, I mean, I, I country music wasn't my first thing for sure growing up. But there was a point that, yeah, we kind of just, we wrote a song, we wrote I'm Going Home kind of like super quick in like 20 yeah. minutes. And then at that point, we were kind of like, all right, well, maybe we should really like explore this. You know, we're, we're as much as I'm not, you know, traditionally from the country background, I, I did grow up in a small rural Alberta town. It was always yeah. around me. So I, I think there was a point, of, yeah, at some point, it's like, why wouldn't we, you know, with Kyle's voice? That's pretty cool. So you guys have been together on and off since the spring of 2018. So how did you guys all meet and how did you guys form the band? So we met, went to Airdrie and open mic because Steve worked with my sister at the brewer house here in Airdrie. I kind of ditched him a couple of times. I didn't show up. And then the, the last time I finally showed up and he was, he says he was blown away by my singing, but he was kind of like, I think we should do something together. And then I didn't end up seeing him for a few years for some reasons. And then uh, I had a show of my own at the Blind Beggar on the Cloud Trail in Calgary. And I was just like, I don't know how to put on a show at all. So I was like, kind of freaking out. And I'm like, oh, no, Steve. <laughs> so I was like, hey, want to come play with me at the show? And uh, it just kind of went from there. 
Yeah, we definitely had a couple of years hiatus. Yeah. I, I want to move back to Australia. Yes, that's why. For a while. Probably why I didn't see you here. So, I mean, Kyle and I, we, we, we call ourselves a duo, but we always have, like, there's always, always like, the third and fourth kind of, like, yeah, I don't really know. Like, I mean, like, but Talia came in for uh, Best Kept Secret. We, we, we recorded that with Mark Troyer, and we got to the one part where I'm like, it needs, like, a good like, solid fiddle part or something in here. And I was like, what about that girl from Open Mic that I, like, I've seen a couple times at Open Mics. And I'm like, how the hell do I get a hold of this girl? So I was like texting Gabe. I texted all these people. Yeah. Like, Who uh, is that girl? All these people's like numbers. And then, uh, then finally, when I text her, I'm like texting to Leah, just being like, "Hey, like, would you like to come into a studio?" And then at that point, I realized I'm like, maybe I should put my full name because you're like 18 or 19, and I'm like, yeah. maybe just to let you know that I'm like I'm an actual person that doesn't play is in a studio right now. She was going to Mexico the next day, so she was like, "Oh, as long as I can like do it before I go to Mexico." And we're like, "Could you come in in a half hour?" And she came in and like just. Just did it in like half an hour. Half an hour. Learned she it. left. Mark Troyer, me and Kyle sat there and like in awe. I, I say like Mortal Kombat finishing mode. Just kind of like what happened? It was just like yeah. dazed. She basically learned the uh, the piece from like a voice note on a phone. And a she, voice memo with my yeah, voice on. I was probably just mumbling the words. She learned it, banged it off, and then she's like, "Hey, bye." <laughs> we're just like, "Yeah." So, Tell you, so you're so like, funny. You're so bashful. You're like, "Yeah, no big deal." <laughs> Yeah, a voice memo. And I remember like singing to it in the car because I didn't have time to practice it on my violin. And I had to come up with a bit of a solo part. And so I, I probably looked like a maniac to all these other drivers passing me. But I was like singing away in the car, like trying to perfect the solo probably 20 minutes before. Yeah. You're trying to vocalize a fiddle solo? Yeah, and yeah. then I had to like translate <laughs> the fiddle. Just like I did at our show last night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, man, you are such an amazing addition to the band. So absolutely love that. It sounds like it was a lot of fun in that studio. Talia, what is it like working with these two? <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Yeah, Steve and Kyle are great guys. They're very passionate about the music and just all the gigs and opportunities that they've given me as a fiddler after I graduated. Like, it's it's really great to be able to keep the music up and just stay in the studio and, you know, have have songs to release. Well, people need to hear you. So, no, it's, it's great. Like the three of us work very easily together. We do. Yeah, you we guys seem to work very, very flawlessly together, which is amazing. Now, you guys have a few songs out. You have Starlight, Best Kept Secret, and Little Town over the last few years since 2018. So tell me about your growth over the last three years with those three songs, and how do you feel like you've really become a band, and have you guys really been connecting? I'm trying to think back to the first, feels like ages ago, so. Last year was obviously a weird year for everyone. Yeah. We had a lot of stuff that was like lined up. Like, I mean, we had a music video. So we flew to Leah out here to do the music video because she lives in Vancouver most of the time. So we flew her up for the weekend <laughs> just to record, like do this music video. And then, and then obviously COVID hit. And then, so like all the stuff that we planned on releasing, I had like certain specific dates that I wanted to put everything out. And then at some point I was just like, let's just put this stuff out. You know, we kind of put it out. We didn't really... Uh, like even Little Town, like I didn't really promote it or anything. It was just kind of like, let's just put it out. Like we've been sitting on the song for yeah. so long. I think this is the first song we've actually, like coming up, that we've actually promoted well and actually made an effort to. Well, there's that level of things that, yeah. I mean, I grew up in a world where <laughs> it was like good enough to be a musician. Yeah. But now it's like, well, now your, your social media has to look good and your website has to be like, up to date and all this stuff has to work. Or people won't even like listen to you or know how to connect with you, which is, which is, I, I get it. I mean, I did grow up in the marketing world, so it does make sense to me, but I guess I've always been bad at marketing myself. 
Until this year. Until this year. Yeah. Well, you guys have Kayla now, and she is Kayla in the wild. So <laughs> yeah. she's a ton of fun. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Uh, we've had her. So she does sources open media or social media as well. That's what we played there last month. We played on the back of the tailgate or whatever. The same thing that Lindsay Butler played. Yeah, she was just like right up there like the whole time. And just like she was very like functional. And I like that. Right, right off the bat and I knew that I had a social like I knew I had a bit of money for a social media person and I just kind of sat down with a meeting with her and then we did a like two days later we did a whole content creation night which yeah. was like hilariously fun just <laughs> yeah. walked around the whole community and just like played songs and just like and, like a little army of like people following us there for a minute and there was like a bunch of kids following us around and their moms <laughs> were like stop bobbing musicians <laughs> but it was a it was, but it, it was stuff that we wouldn't normally have normally done probably i guess but yeah kayla's kayla's a great addition and it's just it pumps me to see her at every show i know she's going to be there it kind of just adds an extra little you know what i mean yeah definitely and you guys have been very busy over the last several months building a team around you and really behind the scenes working hard to create a crew that is really going to be amazing for you as a band and for your shows and for your social media what kind of team does as high as we go like? What kind of people do you like in your crew? Obviously, having Talia, <laughs> we're here for, I mean, she's here for all of July, but then she's going to Europe. And, uh, but having Talia here, like in Calgary right now is great. That's like addition number one to me. That was always kind of, you were always kind of addition number one as well. And we've had, like in the past, we've had Christine, who's still like a part, like she's, you know, she still would be a part, like a songwriter with us. My friend Jesse is still like my go-to guy for drums. Like it's 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 interesting because like I, I did grow up in the music world, but when I as soon as we're using somebody, somebody in the country music world is like, well, who are you using for your drummer? Who are you using for social media? And I'm like, ah, it's like nobody probably would know because they're not in that world, but they're they're excellent musicians. Like with Jesse, you grew up with him doing punk rock stuff, correct? No, it, that was before punk rock. Okay. I grew up with playing in his basement when we were like grade seven and eight. <laughs> so. So I wanted to use that. You know, I'd rather use guys like that every time that I play a live show than like, and there's some good session players. There's some people that are like really awesome and like really nice people that I would love to use. But Jesse's my kind of number one priority guy. Caleb's like, it's like fun to walk into places with people and even Devin, right? Like Devin's a big part of this as well. And it's nice to like walk in with like a little army of people that you know are like, yeah, it's like your little crew. And we have a crew now. My biggest addition, I think was like, and I told like Mark Troyer straight up, I'm just like, this is whatever we did for this song. And he did best kept secret for us as well. I'm like, that's like, there's no, there's no other options for me anymore. Like, he captures our sound very well. So yeah, I think to answer your question in the, in the shortest way possible, we're looking for people that are just like, we want like a hype team, right? I want like a, almost like a, like a, just a crew of people I can walk in somewhere with. Chill down to earth people that, you know, will just be there to have a good time and be there for you and be. That totally makes sense though. That really, really does. Now you guys have met up tonight specifically for rehearsals. So walk us through what your rehearsals look like. <laughs> Our rehearsals are far and few between, not lately, but they used to be, but we're rehearsing more now because Leah has to leave obviously and stuff like that. But we haven't rehearsed a lot in the past. In the past three years, I've seen we've rehearsed 10 times. We know the songs. We rehearsed like on our own, but we didn't rehearse like together very often. Yeah, we just kind of trusted each other that we just know it that well. 
and whatever we need to tighten up, we'll tighten up behind the scenes kind of thing. I would, it'd be more me, I'd have to learn, because you would know three quarters of the cover songs that we played. Yeah, anyways. I'll be like, oh, let's do this song. I already know the lyrics. The Steve's like, hey, he's going to the chords. Yeah, I'm going to learn a song in just five minutes. I'd actually, like, like, yeah. <laughs> I, if I get the first chord and I, like, remotely like, have an idea where the song goes, like, like yeah. we learn many songs on stage at different pubs. So, But rehearsals <laughs> now, I mean, Talia's a hell of a fiddle player, and I think that we're all, like, we can all hold our own as musicians for sure. It's just a matter of like, we want to tighten it up that much more. Yeah, that much yeah. more. So when you add like a plus one to it, and it's things, you know, like when I say to Leo, oh, learn Amarillo by morning. And then she like learns it spot on and then comes here. And I'm like, oh yeah, we just, we take that part out or we don't do this. And it's just kind of, because it's, it's most of the song, because I've never heard the song. Oh, I've heard the songs, but I've like, haven't listened to them that much. The original version or, yeah. And Kyle and I just played in our way for so long that it's just, that's the way that I can like hear it now. Hear it now. So, yeah, so Talia had to learn a few things like that. Just like, oh, yeah, wait, we're just going to keep going here, by the way. Yeah. Sort of throw you under the bus every time <laughs> we play live. Like, that's kind of how it was. Or we actually play this in a different key, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Transposing on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Those sound like fun rehearsals. And I mean, like, Talia, you've had to learn fairly quickly some songs, but from the sounds of it, you did learn them really quickly, and that's absolutely amazing. So before we talk about your brand new single called Be Still My Beating Heart, I have to ask, what are you guys doing this summer? Where can people see you play? We're, uh, we're everywhere for Stampede around Calgary, it seems like. We have some shows at Window of the West for Stampede. We have a Nose uh, Creek Park show yeah. in Airdrie here. Sorso, we're doing our big release party at Sorso, but we're going to sneak in the Inglewood Night Market before. So we have we have five shows this weekend. Seven. Seven, seven oh, shows. Six. six shows this weekend. I have seven. <laughs> but we're just trying to get everything we can going, and because it's been so long since we could actually enjoy playing live music that I'm just like, Steve's like, can we do the show? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not even hesitating. The reality, Let's do it. The reality is, is that we're back into like building mode, right? Like we need to build a fan base. So we're kind of taking. I mean, we're not taking whatever we can get. We still certainly have like our price. We do like a lot of like a ton of private events. private events. We got one wedding that we're doing. When we go to the shows, we're trying to like just connect with the crowd a bit more. You know, I think, and like I think God, like Kyle and I were both a little guilty of it coming up because we didn't really know our place at that point. We were, I wasn't totally comfortable with my own skin yet. And I was kind of like with, with the country stuff. I wasn't because I never have done this before. I've never sang in a band on stage before. So I had a lot to learn. And there was a lot of things beforehand too. Like, I mean, going in there almost feeling like, like I said, like I didn't come from the country background. Kyle hundred percent did. So I, there was a part of my brain, I think was a little bit more like, you know, like at first we were trying to wear the cowboy hats and stuff like that at first. And then, and even talking to Lindsay Butler, I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, this like at some point I just stopped kind of like trying to fit that mold like in that world. And she's like, that's good because she's like, I, we can see through people like that like pretty easily, <laughs> especially people that are like like legitimate like ranch like family backgrounds, yeah, and, like, country singers. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm not even trying to hide. I don't wear cowboy hats we anymore. Just, we just kind of made like a pact at first that we wouldn't change who we are or what we do. Well, you guys shouldn't have to change yourself. And I'm glad that you never did because I've been friends with you guys over the last three years and you guys just keep making amazing music and you guys just keep bringing incredible content and your guys' crew is growing and it's just getting better and better. And now with live shows back in action, thinking about that and maybe worrying about that when they first made the announcement, what were you most nervous about going into live shows this year? <laughs> I'm just nervous in general. 
I think it's good though. It means I care. So <laughs> um, like last night, you also realized that everybody else is a bit nervous, right? Yeah, like Bretton was like, I'm nervous too. And I'm like, okay, well, she's nervous. That's cool. Everybody's coming to do their thing. And yeah, but that's like you have to start realizing that it's just how it is sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, so you have this brand new song out called Be Still, My Beating Heart. It is absolutely this incredibly wonderful song. And well, everyone's going to hear it here in a couple of seconds. And I mean, I could tell everybody what it's about after listening to it, but these are your words. This is your song. Tell us what the song means to you. This song means a lot to me. It's the first song that me and Steve actually wrote together, just the two of us. Talia, of course, wrote her solos for melodies. But lyrically wise, this is the first one that we worked on together. So that felt kind of cool. It was a little bit more personal for us. We just sat down and basically whatever hit the paper hit the paper, but we want to get some stuff with COVID in there, but not directly speaking about it. Yeah, we kind of wanted it's more of like a putting that behind us kind of. Yeah, like we wanted to make people think like, oh yeah, that happened. If you're listening to the song like two years later or down the road or you know what I mean? It's kind of, it's like a failed love story essentially of like two people like can't, that's more of like a one-sided love story. I think it's kind of the mentality that I thought I had where, um, somebody was maybe like a little bit more too into somebody else. It really has nothing to do with anything, you know, like for like from like personal experiences. Other, I guess, I mean, I went through a breakup at some point, but that wasn't really. I guess maybe we were just trying to write something through another person's perspective. Yeah, I think that was more like, more or less what it was. Yeah. Um, we actually wrote the song as a songwriter's program. In January. In January, basically you had to write, submit, produce a song, an original song that was new. And we wrote the song in under two hours. And went upstairs to the studio here and got it all recorded and submitted it. And that's kind of how it went. But it was just like a fresh new song. We didn't have any ideas in place beforehand. We recorded the demo. Yeah, we recorded, <laughs> the, demo. We recorded Sorry, yeah. the whole thing. The demo. But yeah, it all happened really fast. And I really love this song. And I'm really proud of it. I think when we found out that things were starting to open up again, it was like mid-March or mid-May. That's when I was like, okay, we really, really, really need to go and like get something. We need to put this out when Alberta opens up again. Like that was the whole plan anyways, because it's a summer song. Like, I mean, it's got all that stuff in there and it talks about like, it's been a long, cold winter, <laughs> a year and a half winter. It's been like. a long time coming. Yeah, it's just, so there, we have to definitely, like, the release timing is great, I think, for us. Yeah, on that song. I couldn't be more excited for this. That's awesome. Well, it is such a wonderful song. And uh, before we play it here, who would like to introduce the song or do you want to try in three, all three of you? <laughs> We are as high as we go, and this is our new single, Be Still My Beating Heart.
that song and all of their music wherever you buy download or stream your songs right now you can find as high as we go on all social media platforms so you can follow along on their musical journey too a big big thanks going out to kyle steve and talia for joining homemade in alberta this week with as high as we go it was an absolute pleasure to talk with you it was so fun that has been Homemade in Alberta, brought to you by Studio B. And for more episodes of Homemade in Alberta, one to watch Wednesday, and educational episodes for independent and emerging artists, or for anybody who is just super interested in the behind-the-scenes action of the music industry, you can also visit all streaming services as well and all social media platforms for more information. A big, big thank you for listening today. My name is Sarah Scott. Have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.